Your is Julian on the brown note and a review of Wet Legs eponymous debut album. So one brilliant thing about Wet Leg, when I grew up listening to indie music, sort of around the turn of the 90s, the British music press, the enemy, Melody Maker, Sounds, were the best music press ever. They, <laughs> they were awful, but they were wonderful. They put so much uh, into the, their appreciation of music, slaughtering people and uh, relentlessly building up the next big thing. And the American side of the alternative music scene used to turn its nose up a lot of the Brits because we were forever heralding the next big thing and it wouldn't amount to anything and they just go all in all the time. And you don't get that. I mean, America's not really like that. Um, bands tend to build over very long periods of time. The UK is a bubble. So when I was growing up, chart music was still really important because there was one chart for all kinds of music and from house music to rap music to techno, they all got near the top of the charts. Every kind of music that came through. And in the 90s, the start of the 90s, you had the charts were dominated by like indie music, trip hop, uh, like Big Beat, the Chemical Brothers sort of arena and the techno stuff like Underworld. Was there all, all kinds of alternative music made the charts all the time. So it was um, it was a wonderful thing, but it's faded, and um, it's I've gone on at length about the incredible raft of UK indie guitar bands that have come through over the last three or four years. Um, the you know Squid, um, Black Country, New Road, uh, Working Men's Club, Dry Cleaning wasn't a big fan of, but it's a very a Black Midi. It's a very fertile scene, but these aren't bands that. Or oasis and these are you know they don't go for their music and their politics and their art a front and center they're not running around the street saying we're the biggest band in the world we're going to outsell you know the beatles and so on like oasis did back in the day so wet leg have been quite refreshing in uh, they're two girls from the isle of Wight, which is an island that's just half an hour off the coast of the uk so it is very close to the uk but it's got its own ecosystem which is a much more sort of homogenized. You imagine the local band scene there, everyone would know everyone else. And these two girls came up through that. I think they were both in other bands. So we've got uh, lead vocalist Rianne Teasdale and Hester Chambers, who does backup vocalists, and they both play guitar. And then they have a band behind them, um, which aren't actually listed as members of the band. So it's really a duo at the moment. And they made it big because of their single Chaise Lange, which came out in um, the middle of last year. Don't know the exact month. And caused a massive stir. Her, she's, she's the secret weapon, uh, Rianne Teasdale, because her vocal delivery is phenomenal. Um, I mean, that dry cleaning album, the vocalist and the lyrics were so bad. Like the most mundane vocalist I've ever heard. Um, but he, she she sort of she sort of fluctuates between wistfully tuneful and quite pretty sounding and very sort of dismissive. But she's got a lot of charisma in her voice, Rianne Teasdale. Definitely the band's secret weapon. And that song really took off, uh, getting a lot of airplay in America. And the follow-up, the title of this... Oh, did I say it was a self-titled debut album? It's not. It's called... Oh, you know, it is. It, yeah, sorry, Wet Dream, the uh, the second single came out and was another really, really good song. Uh, for me, maybe the strongest song on the album. 
And they've um, arrived with their debut album, self-titled Wet Leg, which has gone to number one in the UK. It's gone to number one in Australia, uh, and it's being praised as the second coming of The Smiths or something like that. So what's it like? Um, so... <laughs> Yeah, I think people are going to have very strong opinions about this. I mean, it's not just... I mean, I don't care if someone's the next big thing. I don't care if they're not the next big thing. I will always call it as I see it. Um, the opening run on the album, it really does show that... Um, with regards to the, the bass lines and the drums that sort of open every track, it is really like listening to that first Strokes album without the songwriting. It's it, If you had a snippet, you would just say, oh, that's a track off of that first Strokes album. It's so indebted to the Strokes. Um, we get straight into some of the best songs on the album at the start. Uh, Chaise Lange, again, it is known for its playful, uh, slightly malevolent lyrics. Uh, I went to school and got the big D. Um, and I, I don't know... Th- that those elements are enough to really make up a great song. It is certainly a very memorable song. It's a lot of fun, but would I say it was an outstanding song? Not really. Angelica, that this is a band that are almost clinically made up of British indie influences, and one that comes up again and again is Elastica um, on Angelica on track three. Uh, without any of Justine Friedman, if that's her name, if I remember it, without any of her incredible sense of poise and style and, in, you know, her, she she used to deliver put-downs that really carried weight. Uh, um, and it's got sort of like a, a driving Arctic Monkeys raucous rock sound to it. still good. Um, the rock begins to set in with track four don't want to go out um it's a lot of this album is very post-internet it's it's like made up of buzzwords social words that are in the public domain that are just sort of stitched together as slogans um which don't actually make up lyrics so much control alt delete it's just like well okay it's no song it's got a bit of the verse of paisley park from prince uh, which is about the only song part of that song. The best, I thought the best track was Wet Leg. Um, that not only made me think of Elastica, but it's also made me think of um, PJ Harvey. Again, these illusions that come up, the strokes, Elastica, PJ Harvey, does sort of emphasise how much better those bands were. Um, but that track, Wet Leg, and it's um, pretty amazing licking the windscreen um, dirtiness. Uh, calling to mind the Divinals, the Australian I Touch Myself band. Um, great track. Um, then we get back into, so I think like the, the front fill of the album uses up virtually all of the great tracks, and then you get into a run of not so much. Convin- uh, convincing, track six. Just This is also ran Britpop, like Sleeper, a band like that. Landfill Indie, even. Uh, menswear, those kind of bands that... Um, were, were held so well when a, a scene rises a lot of the mediocre stuff rises as well and you'd never go back to any of that music and that's what i felt i thought the best song on the album the best written song i think the best track is um wet dream but i think the best written song is loving you really made me think of angel Wilson. um it's a it's a much more tender song it's got much more sort of melodic development through it i really like that song and then we get into a run of 
pretty dire stuff. Uh, not even average, but your mum again. Your you are M O M is you know, sorry M U M is um, again internet speak for the sake of it. Uh, it's a pretty bad song, and it's just lifted from the kills. It is just a, a, a vocal refrain from Alan. Is it Alison Lockhart from The Kills? I'm sure there's a track where they do the exact same thing. There's no song there. The Nadir of the album, oh no, look up the lyrics. It is awful. It's such a bad song. There's no song, but the lyrics themselves are just talking about mobile phones and how people are on their mobile phones too much. Uh, one of the worst lyrics I've ever heard, actually. Um, Ten piece of shit, daddy's boat. I like that line. Uh, it's a fairly decent song, but it's just flat. Uh, and I think by this stage, I was sort of grasping at straws for anything that wasn't bad. Supermarket, track 11. Another one, weak. Walking around the supermarket stoned. I mean, it's just like they collected everything that people talk about online into one album. Um, the last track was all right. Uh, too late now. <laughs> How ironic that title is. The other thing is, this is it's only it's only got very sim simple instrumentation, very s traditional indie bass guitar, drums, um, maybe two guitars and and a vocalist. But it's just it feels overproduced, which is bizarre. Uh, none of it feels live. If you hear like something like PJ Harvey, um, how alive her music feels, nothing does feel that alive here. It's really it feels like it's really compressed. Uh, into this landfill indie, one of the greatest terms in music history, denoting all of those post-Oasis Britpop bands that stretched over the next 15 years and had like a hit and then a career for a couple of albums. Um, I think this is, I mean, next to the Dry Cleaning album, I don't think there's anywhere near the songwriting, but I did like um, the, the lead singer's vocals. I thought she's got a much better voice and a much more interesting cadence and range uh the dry cleaning album didn't do it for me but the again that was that was really traditional indie instrumentation rather than really sort of going off on these tangents that people like uh, black country new road do so it's a it's an album that wants to call back to these ghosts of british indie past but its peers aren't people like you know the arctic monkeys who also exploded with alex turner's incredibly rich tapestry of words um, or Franz Ferdinand with their over their first few albums, the incredibly interesting arrangements and songwriting and stuff like that. Their peers are a notorious female duo from the 90s called Shampoo, who everyone loved, even though they knew they weren't very good, because they were so funny and out there and uh, destroyed the British indie establishment and frequently rubbish people. Um, Uh-oh, We're in Trouble. Do you remember that? That's what I get the vibe from on this album a lot more. Uh, famously called Shampoo, um, a critic said because they were both a sham and poo, uh, which I thought was quite nice. Um, so Wet Leg, uh, their debut album might be one of the most prominent of the year, but it's uh, Emperor's New Clothes across the board. Half of the tracks are pretty good. Um, including Wet Leg, uh, Wet Dream, and uh, Chaise Lounge, and that, um, Loving You as well. I thought it was really good. Angelica's pretty decent, but it's so derivative. There's so little songwriting on the rest of it, and there probably 40% of the album is flat out bad. So I'm going to give Wet Legs, Wet Leg, a 
five out of 10.